Your Holiness, distinguished guests and friends, the United States is an experiment in freedom ordered by law and ordered two basic truths about the human person. The greatest good in the American character comes from our belief in the merciful God, a God who guarantees the dignity and rights of all his children. Alexander Hamilton was one of America's greatest founding fathers. He helped write our Constitution here at Independence Hall. He was also one of our greatest immigrants. Born in the West Indies, Hamilton was a friend of George Washington. He fought in the Revolution, wrote nearly two-thirds of the Federalist Papers, and set the United States on a course to become a world power. The lesson in his life is simple. This is a nation that no single ethnic group or privileged economic class owns. It's a country where a person who comes from nowhere can still make a difference. It's a nation where a man who never knew his own birthday, Hamilton was born out of wedlock, can take part in the birth of a new order. He reminds us that immigrants from around the world renew this country in every generation. They breathe new life into what George Washington called the bosom of America. We live in an odd time in history. When the church defends marriage and the family, the unborn child, and the purpose of human sexuality, she is attacked as being too harsh. When she defends immigrant workers and families that are broken by deportation, she is attacked as too soft. And yet the church is neither of these things. Pope John XXIII, now Saint John XXIII, described the church as the mother and teacher of humanity, a mother who understands and loves the whole human person from conception to natural death, always, consistently, and everywhere. When it comes to immigration, the church reminds us that in the end, all of us are children of the same loving God that makes us brothers and sisters despite the borders that separate us. And in arguing over borders to keep people out, we need to be vigilant against erecting those same borders in our hearts. My dear friends, the person who speaks that truth most powerfully is with us today. And I invite the Holy Father, the son of, an, of immigrants, to share his thoughts with us now. Pope Francis. Queridos amigos, buenas tardes. Dear friends, good day. Uno de los momentos más destacados de mi visita es la presencia aquí. One of the highlights of my visit is to stand here before Independence Hall, the birthplace of the United States of America. 
Aquí fueron proclamadas por primera vez las libertades que definen este país. La declaración de independencia. It was here that the freedoms which define this country were first proclaimed. Fueron creados iguales, que están dotados por su creador. The Declaration of Independence stated that all men and women are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, and that governments exist to protect and defend those rights. Siguen resonando e inspirándonos hoy como lo han hecho con personas de todo el mundo para luchar por la libertad de vivir. These ringing words continue to inspire us today, even as they have inspired peoples throughout the world to fight for the freedom to live in accordance with their dignity. y otras verdades deben ser constantemente reafirmadas, nuevamente asimiladas y defendidas. La historia de esta nación... But history also shows that these or any truths must be constantly reaffirmed, reappropriated and defended. Para encarnar esos elevados principios in la vida so the history of this nation is also the tale of a constant effort lasting to our own day to embody those lofty principles in social and political life. We remember the great struggles which led to the abolition of slavery, the extension of voting rights, the growth of the labor movement, and the gradual effort to eliminate every kind of racism and prejudice directed at successive waves of new Americans. Esto demuestra que cuando un país está determinado this shows that when a country is determined to remain true to its founding principles, based on respect for human dignity, that country is strengthened and renewed. Cuando un país guarda la memoria de sus raíces, sigue creciendo, se renueva, when a, when a nation recalls its past, nos ayuda mucho recordar nuestro pasado. Un pueblo que tiene memoria. All of us benefit from remembering our past. En cambio. A people which remembers does not repeat past errors. Instead, it looks with confidence to the challenges of the present and of the future. Remembrance saves a person's soul from whatever or whoever 
would attempt to dominate it or use it for their own interests. When individuals and communities are guaranteed the effective exercise of their rights, they are not only free to realize their potential, they also contribute to the welfare and enrichment of society. In this place, which is symbolic of the American way, I would like to reflect with you on the right to religious freedom, religious liberty. Es un derecho fundamental it is a fundamental right which shapes the way we interact socially and personally with our neighbors whose religious views differ from our own. Literally, religious, interreligious dialogue in which all men and women of different religious traditions can dialogue. This is the praise of, of religious liberty. Religious liberty certainly means the right to worship God individually and in community as our consciences dictate. But religious liberty by its nature transcends places of worship and the private sphere of individuals and families. Because it's not simply a cultural thing, but it's a part of the, the uh, soul of the nation. Our various religious traditions serve society primarily by the message they proclaim. They call individuals and communities to worship God, the source of all life, liberty, and happiness. They remind us of the transcendent dimension of human existence and our irreducible freedom 
in the face of every claim to absolute power. We need only look at history, especially the history of the last century, to see the atrocities perpetuated by systems which claimed to build one or another earthly paradise by dominating peoples, subjecting them to apparently indisputable principles and denying them any kind of rights. Our rich religious traditions seek to offer meaning and direction. They have an enduring power to open new horizons, to stimulate thought, to expand the mind and heart, as Evangelion Gaudium says. They call to conversion, reconciliation, concern for the future society, self-sacrifice in the service of the common good, and compassion for those in need. At the heart of their spiritual mission is the proclamation of the truth and dignity of the human person and human rights. Our religious traditions remind us that as human beings, we are called to acknowledge an other who reveals our relational identity in the face of every effort to impose a uniformity to which the egotism of the powerful the conformism of the weak or the ideology of the utopian would seek to impose upon us, according to the words of Desirteaux. In a world where various forms of modern tyranny seek to suppress religious freedom, or try to reduce it to a subculture without a right to a voice in the public square or to use religion as a pretext for hatred and brutality, it is imperative that the followers of the various religions join their voices in calling for peace, tolerance, and respect for the dignity and rights of others. La tolerancia, el respeto a la dignidad y a los derechos de los demás. Nosotros vivimos en una época sujeta a la globalización del paradigma. We live in a world subject to the globalization of the technocratic paradigm, which consciously aims at a one-dimensional uniformity and seeks to eliminate all differences and traditions in a superficial quest for unity. 
The religions thus have the right and the duty to make clear that it is possible to build a society where a healthy pluralism which respects differences and values them as such is a precious ally in the commitment to defending human dignity and a path to peace in our troubled world. Los cuáqueros que fundaron Filadelfia estaban The Quakers who founded Philadelphia were inspired by a profound evangelical love of the dignity of each individual and the ideal of a community united by brotherly love. This conviction led them to found a colony which would be a haven of religious freedom and tolerance. That sense of fraternal concern for the dignity of all, especially the weak and the vulnerable, became an essential part of the American spirit. Of the North American spirit. During his visit to the United States in 1987, St. John Paul II paid moving homage to this, reminding all Americans that the ultimate test of your greatness is the way you teach the way you treat every human being, but especially the weakest and the most defenseless ones. I take this opportunity to thank all those of whatever religion who have sought to serve the God of peace by building cities of brotherly love, by caring for our neighbors in need, by defending the dignity of God's gift of life in all its stages, by defending the cause of the poor and the immigrant, defending the cause of the poor y los inmigrantes con demasiada frecuencia los más necesitados ustedes son su you are their voice and many of you have faithfully made their cry heard han hecho que su grito sea escuchado con este testimonio and this witness, which frequently encounters powerful resistance, you remind American democracy of the ideals for which it was founded, and that society is weakened whenever and wherever injustice prevails.
Hace un momento hablé de la tendencia a una globalización. I've spoken of the tendency to uh, globalization. A globalization which in itself is not wicked, but on the contrary, the tendency of globalization is good if it unites us, if it makes us... It becomes evil in the way that uh, it comes about. If it, if it tries to make us a, a, a monastery, a unity, and that would end up destroying the riches of particularity uh, of each people, if a globalization instead seeks to unite uh, everyone, but respecting every single person in his individuality and his richness and his particularity, respecting every people, every richness, every particularity, that globalization is good and makes us all grow and will bring us peace. If globalization is a sphere where every point is identical and equally distant from uh, the center, but if instead uh, globalization is a polyhedron, where each one uh, preserves his own identity, that's good. It makes us grow. It makes uh, people grow. Uh, and the dignity, uh, and guarantees the rights and dignity of every human person. Among us today are members of America's large Hispanic population, as well as representatives of recent immigrants to the United States. I greet all of you with particular affection. Thank you for... Uh, many of you have immigrated to this country at great personal cost, but in the hope of building a new life. Do not be discouraged by whatever challenges and hardships you face. I ask you not to forget that like those who came here before you, you bring many gifts to your new nation. You should never be ashamed of your traditions. 
no olviden las lecciones que aprendieron de sus mayores y que puedan. Not forget the lessons you learned from your elders, which are something you can bring to enrich the life of this American land. Repito, no se avergüencen de aquello que es parte esencial de ustedes. También están llamados... I repeat, do not be ashamed of what is part of you, your lifeblood. You are also called to be responsible citizens and to contribute fruitfully to the life of the communities in which you live. I think in particular of the vibrant faith which so many of you possess, the deep sense of family life and all those other values which you have inherited. En el profundo sentido de la vida familiar y los demás valores que han heredado. Al contribuir con sus dones, no solo encontrarán. By contributing your gifts, you will not only find your place here, you will help to renew society from within. A renovar la sociedad desde dentro. No perder la memoria de lo que pasó aquí hace más de dos siglos. No perder la memoria de aquí que proclamó que todos los hombres y mujeres fueron creados. Uh, that has been proclaimed that all men and women are created equal, that all come from the Creator with inalienable rights, and that government exists to uh, protect and to defend these rights. Dear friends, I thank you for your warm welcome and for joining me here today. We might preserve liberty, protecting the liberty, the liberty of conscience, the liberty of each one, the liberty of every person, of every family, of every people. May this country and each of you be renewed in gratitude for the many blessings and freedoms that you enjoy. And may you defend these rights, especially your religious liberty, for it has been given to you by God himself. May he bless you all. And please, I pray. Don't forget to pray a little bit for me. Again, a constant refrain as the Holy Father concludes his address. Please do not forget to pray for me. My brothers, 
and sister in Christ. Now let us offer together that prayer our Lord Jesus Christ for us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, and kingdom come, thy will be done, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, and we forgive those The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you all. And the Holy Father concludes by leading the crowd in English, in the Our Father, and offering a final blessing. And we hear the Holy Father, uh, uh, the crowd welcoming the Holy Father and cheering him. Seems that every place there's a new cheer. Viva Santo Padre. And with uh, chants and clapping at welcoming the Holy Father under slightly overcast skies, but uh, not in any way dampening the spirit of the crowd welcoming the Holy Father. The Liberty Bell rings out in honor of the Holy Father at the conclusion of his address. Certainly a strong message on the part of the Holy Father in defense of religious liberty. An important issue in the United States in these days. <laughs> 